Ben Fiddler. How's it going? Pretty good, sir. How are you? Mohawk Ben, my birthday yeah. brother. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> We're, uh, you know, living that Libra life. Yeah. Virgo? Depends uh, on which one you look at, right? Some drunk chicks over the years have told me uh, we are a cusp. We straddle the line. Yeah. yeah. Virgo We're Libra cusp. Equinox babies. Equinox. Oh, uh, depending on what year you were born. So the equinox is when the days are the exact same length as the night. And depending on the year, it is usually either the 22nd or 23rd of September. Yeah, that's actually badass. It's pretty dope. Yeah. I like that. I missed it by a day my year, I think. I think I'm the the first full day of equinox, but damn. Yeah, man. That's actually we got power. We got superpowers. It might explain why I'm both a night person and a morning person. Not at the same time, but it's like a sine wave. <laughs> yeah. All the uh, all the horoscope things I look into are always like, you see both sides of every point equally all the time. <laughs> I'm like, man, got that equality going. You know, I'm a little bit of day, a little bit of night. I love it. <laughs> Gotta be balanced. Yeah. But I bet that gets hard, though, because what? You have three, six, eight kids now? How many? Three. Yeah. Three kids. There is no balance in my life whatsoever. Well, you need a fourth uh, to balance it out. I keep saying that. But my <laughs> wife keeps telling me. <laughs> my wife keeps telling me I need a vasectomy to balance it out. So, eh, well, you know. Yeah. I think we'll adopt. We'll just adopt the fourth one. Bring, That's them, right, fair. bring them right into the fold. That's fair. Yeah, three seems like a handful. It's a lot. I wouldn't recommend it for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a lot of your free time. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's been uh, it's been quite a ride. That's amazing. How old are they now? I know. Uh, Five, three, and one. So bing, bang, boom. That's a good age range, though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice evenly spaced. They all play together. They kind of get along. It's it's good. That's awesome. It's more insane to think that you knew me for a large chunk of time pre-kids, <laughs> which means that we've known each other for at least five plus prior years now. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Dude. I've been looking at dates lately and I've been like, hey, I'm approaching like the better part of a decade with a lot of the, the puck people. Yo, that's insane. Wow. Yo, you remember? (laughs) You remember? I was like, we went to that burger place that existed for like three months. Oh, basically burgers. R.I.P. And uh, it was, who was it? Was it just you and me? Or was it you, me, and your wife? But basically, I just guessed your origin story. I think I remember that. I was like, you guys are cute together. You probably met as like camp counselors. And then, yep. And we were just both sitting there like, holy shit, this dude knows the, the past. He can, <laughs> he can read, read the lines, present and future. <laughs> it was so refreshing, though, that normally when I say my wife and I met at camp, based on size difference and my beard, they, a majority of my friends would be like, Oh, is she a she a camper? 
no what why, why are you all making this assumption of me is there something i don't know about myself there's not she only just one young, counselor bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was the only counselor at the whole camp and it's just me 200 kids and i was like well yeah no mon- no wonder why you want more kids i'm used to being surrounded outnumbered <laughs> damn dude how's uh how you guys been holding up during covid really well um aside from my wife being a teacher and trying to figure out what's going on with all that's been sort of crazy but yeah. uh otherwise it's been a good reason to unplug from a lot of the you know daily bullshit that you don't realize you can trim the fat on and get rid of without any change in your life or no detrimental change only benefits so we just uh took a look hunkered down and realized that you know we could use it as a solid time to hang out as a family and just get some work done on the house and the property and hanging out yeah it's been awesome it's been uh we have to we have to remember that it has not been this easy for everyone else just because we we got really lucky with how seamlessly both our careers and the situation with the kids flowed into quarantine but um yeah, we've been using it as a very positive experience, which has been super awesome. That's fucking great, dude. I'm glad you guys yeah, are man. doing well. Thank you. Because, like, I can see Instagram posts all day, but you don't really know how people are doing. Yeah, that can always be a facade <laughs> that uh, people are hiding all the tears behind. It's like, oh, going out for another run this morning, can't wait, and just crying for two miles there and back. <laughs> 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 what a workout. <laughs> But uh, yeah, been getting in touch with a lot of people. Been uh, It's been nice to see friends who, you know, like you and I have always done more creative or artistic entertainment oriented stuff have been getting back into it and using uh, a lot of the time to sort of saddle up and reinvigorate certain uh, aspects or artistic endeavors that I've enjoyed watching and stuff. So it's been cool. It's been really nice. Yeah. Like you're working on the book. Yep. I'm doing a lot of illustrating lately, which has been awesome, uh, usually for a lot of friends and just, you know, making connections out there and working with people. And it's been really cool. It uh, it has been a great filter for a lot of things in my life I didn't need or bad habits I had. And, uh, <laughs> a, a good a good jumping off point to reset. Why not the start of the apocalypse? You know, you're yeah. no time to improve yourself. But now so. Yeah, it's like, uh, the world's going to shit. Well, you know what? Let me just start drawing more. I'm going out my best me. I'm going <laughs> to ride this burning dumpster fire into the sun as my best self. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, the stuff I've seen on Instagram has been pretty sick, though. Thank you very sick. much. It has, uh it has been a blast working with people and collaborating on a lot of the drawings and stuff. I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we know, uh, we know a lot of the same people and they're all crazy fun and uniquely creative. And I love reaching out to old friends, new friends, anyone that comes at me with an idea that they just want turned into a piece of art. I, you know, back in the days when we'd go to a uh, Zen den, oh, and yeah, do our, yeah. our pre meme, we were doing like pre-meme meme stuff. Yeah, because you do Edith Falcor <laughs> or Edie Falcor, whatever you're doing with the mashup. Oh man, 
you getting so mad at me when you had to get into my computer and I told you the password was password. <laughs> just like that dad level disappointment of you looking at me like So is your I'm phone password mad. one two three four? Nah, I've changed it. One 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 You're not one. Stop it. How did you do that again every time? You're in my head. It's just admin. <laughs> it's just ben F. <laughs> All right, so speaking of technology. Yes. I have, um, you've already done a ton of interviews over it. And so I really, I hate bringing it up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just have to like say something about it. Uh, So Ben, why is it that you believe elevators are not just a middle finger to god but that they are also a clear sign of the devil's influence in our everyday lives so the first thing you have to remember is that when you believe in intelligent design you believe it was all done for a reason and god did not give us two legs and the blueprints for stairs just for us to spit in his face and stand static on them while we ride straight vertically up and down in an elevator. Almost like we can say to him, oh, we'll get to heaven with or without you. (laughs) You know where else elevators lead, Tom? Where? Straight down to hell. Damn. Plummeting down to hell. And that's what's going to happen. I will use escalators, but I will not stop walking on them. At that point, you might as well be in an elevator. But if you give me the choice, I'll take all 50 floors stairs. Thank you very much. I will exercise my... It's not only a gift given to you by God. It is my right as an American to use my legs and stairs. Yeah, I mean, I can't... I don't know of anything, any bills or laws the government has set in place that prevent you from using your legs. But so you, you you said that God gave us the blueprint for stairs. Mm-hmm. Is that in the Bible? Is that somewhere else? Where did we so, get that? A lot, a lot of information is given to us in the Bible. But what you have to remember is if you just take the Bible and put it in front of two more Bibles and then put those in front of three more Bibles, what do you get? Steps. The Bible itself can be used to create stairs. I mean, it's right there. Damn. Just like Noah knew all the cubit measurements for the ark, stairs are the Bible. It's literally the steps. It's literally the steps and figuratively the steps that you can get to heaven. And I think it's because God knew we were dumb. So he'd have to give us something that couldn't be misconstrued as being literal when it was supposed to be figurative. Right. You know, if there's one thing I've always also said about the Bible, it's clearly laid out in black and white for you to see. Well, yeah, like a lot of books, just plain English, Mm -hmm. black text on white paper. Right. Um, Yeah. Like, so with, with with this stance, you're saying the Bible was never on scrolls. Uh, no, it originated that English. Is, 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't understand why. First of all, round books, scrolls, come on. <laughs> that, that just doesn't make, I, if God wanted the Bible to be round, he would have made the earth round. Oh, okay. So flat earth for it, against it. I mean, I feel like it is the obvious. See, a lot of people think we're on a flat disc, but again, bring it back to the Bible. I think it is a uh, sort of three-dimensional rectangle. That's new to me. Um, Maybe even fourth-dimensional. Is it possible it's shaped like a Bible? I think the layers, the hard crust of Earth that you have to try to get through, the Earth's crust to get down to the mantle, is nothing but a cover. A book jacket, if you will, for the warm magma center. <laughs> that are the pages. <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah, that are the pages. The hot content that is the pages of the Bible. Damn. All right. So then um, going back to elevators real quick, mm -hmm. have you ever had the experience of riding in one? Uh, I will not say I was forced to against my mm. will, but when I was younger and more open to suggestion from less uh, morally secure friends, I have ridden in elevators. Um, mm. but, and, and a lot of people detract from what I say when they say, well, he's obviously never ridden in an elevator, you know, the sleek right. design, the ease, the engineering of a counterweight pulley system that lifts you vertically up and down. But I have, and I've done the research and I understand that's why I can see the evils in elevators. Interesting. And so elevators come from the devil himself. Mm -hmm. I think it was uh, an explicit design by the devil to trick us into thinking, hey, here's how you get to heaven. You stop walking on those two legs and you hit that top floor on the cloud layer. And I think what a lot of people find is right before they get there, like Sisyphus pushing that boulder up the hill. They will just uh, almost in heaven, almost and plummet down to the depths of hell. It's uh, it's the devil's flytrap. It's how he gets you. Damn. So, what would you say to people who have taken elevators daily their entire lives and have been fine? See, I don't think they're fine though. I think mm. that on this earthly plane, they seem fine. But if you were able to crack that person open like an egg, out would spill the black blood of Satan himself. <laughs> so I, I understand why. I know you don't share the same views on this point as I do, but I, I do not believe it's something that should be laughed at. Okay. I, I, I apologize for... Uh laughing there then um it's fine it's fine i i get how a lot of people 
don't understand why I would take such a hard stance on what you, people perceive to be a common, you know, rudimentary object. But if you look, look at the Wikipedia for elevators. There is no inventor. They'll allude to, you know, oh, it was used back then and pulleys have been around for a while, but it never says specifically, you know, Emmett Elevator, inventor of the elevator. Interesting. I, after this, I might have to look it up. I don't want to look it up. You now. should. Uh, I wouldn't. I could, but I'm not going to. Yeah, um, I don't think you need to. <laughs> <laughs> so. You mentioned pulleys a lot. Now, how do hydraulics play into it? So are they... They don't. That's just what they want you to believe. Okay. It's all pulleys and dark magic. So are you saying hydraulics don't exist? They exist. Obviously, fluid pressure can be used to exert a force on another object. I mean, okay. we've all used those water snakes when we were kids. I think what you have to remember, though, is that what it was intended for. Okay. Because God gave us guns to protect ourselves, but people also use it to hunt. Okay. But when in reality, the blueprints for guns, you know, came to us as a means of the Second Amendment. And which so is in the Bible. So you're saying, <laughs> you're saying that hydraulics are the guns of the elevators. Elevator so, systems. all right, let me unpack that a little more because <laughs> saying it like that obviously sounds absolutely insane. The parallel between guns and hydraulics, powerful mechanical means of, of creating great change quickly. Mm. With guns, it's holes in things right. and, you know, bodily harm or damage. With hydraulics, it can also punch holes in things and... If you are under a hydraulic press, like the robot in Terminator 1, it can cause great bodily damage. So, I mean, I think you have to look at all these parallels. We say, you know, well, let's keep guns out of schools, but we leave elevators and any sort of hydraulic lift used in possibly a gymnasium to move bleachers in and out or uh, a school theatrical play to, you know, lift cast members up and down. It, it, it's unnecessary. It's unneeded. So pulleys are the way to go. Pulleys, simpler mechanical things, if needed. Springs. You can springs are okay. Uh, you know, cranks or simple gears, but it's when you put all these things together into a very, in the case of elevators, a very phallic-like tube mm. that runs the length of an entire building and allows people almost instantaneous access to any level. You know, it's, it's that idea that I don't need faith to get me from the first floor to the second floor. Faith in stairs, faith in my legs, faith in, you know, my, my determination to destroy gravity's hold on me. But instead, I can just walk into an elevator and hit six and go right to that floor or hit 10, right? Yeah, you get to, uh, it's... You don't need faith. You can just trust in Satan's mechanics. You get to skip the journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Perseverance gotcha. over gravity. Gravity pulling us where? Into the center 
of the earth into where God trapped the devil, which is on this rectangular flat earth Bible. <laughs> That's where he resides. He's trapped between page, I think, 284 and 285, All which right. is somewhere around the outer uh, inner core of the earth. The outer inner core. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, there's a whole bunch of geology and seismic activity that goes into it. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get, excuse me. I don't want to get too technical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, no, the, I for the layman it. listening. Yeah. Well, please don't insult my millions of listeners, but uh, no, I understand. We understand. Nothing wrong with being a layman. No. You know, a lot of no. my best friends are laymen. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they are. <laughs> I would assume. Yeah, I mean, if if we if we had to guess, you know, yeah. uh, I don't I don't like to pry. All right, but you know, Ben, right? We're having fun. We're doing bits. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now, I actually want your mm-hmm. true thoughts and beliefs as a father, as a uh, illustrator. Mm-hmm. as a mohawk dude who can actually pull it off Thank um you. did i say father mm-hmm. you can say it again because i have more than one kid yeah so father and then father. father yep um you're handsome you have a wife uh-huh. you're a good husband family man you're smart you're a total package i appreciate this this is and... i feel great right now <laughs> Yeah, good. Well, I mean, that's why I had you on, you know, because I, I think you'd be the perfect person to give advice on this subject. Okay. Um, so with all that in mind, with your background, mm-hmm. um, what sort of advice would you give to someone who ate glue as a kid? However, now as an adult, they cannot stop eating glue. You just got to you got to binge on it. You got to push. I had a similar problem with McDonald's fast food. Okay. Uh, during, I'd probably say the entire decade of my twenties and, uh, <laughs> new year's Eve, uh, you know, 2000 and God, when did I turn 30? 2015 it was, uh, I said, I'm done. I'm done running. I am not. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to slow my running. I'm not just going to stop abruptly because that's how you pull a hamstring. Figuratively, of course, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to face this monster. Uh, And that's what you have to do with the glue. So you got to buy as much glue as you can. Interesting. Sit down and just put on, I would recommend like the first two seasons of breaking bad or possibly like the third or fourth season of mad men and i would just start eating that glue man interesting Uh, eventually your body will reject it and i actually developed an allergy to mcdonald's fast food based on eating what was the equivalent of seven dollar menus worth of uh mcdonald's and i know that you know we we were joking about the elevator and i know that you know 
glue is obviously not the same as McDonald's. You're going to hit some real uh, bottlenecks there with just, you know, how quickly you can squeeze it out of the tube. Um, stickiness is a factor that I didn't really have to face with a lot of the items I was eating Maybe from the purchase. A couple of sauces, a couple of the sweet and sour sauces. Uh, left open too long especially but you know not i mean uh you know is it elmer's yeah is it like a, a brand name is it an off brand what mm, uh maybe we can go both routes i don't know if there's i, I, I don't I really mean, if know it's the... glue and ju- you know what it doesn't matter double down eat as much of it as you can until okay. you are physically rejecting the glue and glue sticks as well as the uh what, what would you say liquid gel what is the it? liquid yeah so again it wasn't just the big mac that was a problem for me it wasn't just the 20 piece nugget meal it was all of it so gotcha. i bought all of it you know you've gotta you've gotta push yourself through that 10th or 11th mcchicken Right. You know, if if it's another glue stick you have to eat to make sure it's your last glue stick, then you eat that glue stick. Yeah, so it sounds like we're about to make Costco a lot of money. Get those memberships. Uh, just get to that glue aisle. Yeah. And just binge, man. You just, you gotta have faith. Faith, faith is what I always say about everything. Elevators, glue. Uh, those are pretty much the only two things I really have to put a whole lot of faith in uh, sticking stuff together and moving up and down damn <laughs> it, a lot of people you know think these are hard lines I draw for no reason but honestly it works if it didn't work I wouldn't I wouldn't preach it Thanks for sharing your story. I mean, I had no idea. You know, I regrettably still eat McDonald's and it's not good for me. But I I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After about five years, it wore off and I had to re-binge. And eventually you realize that you just have a very, like almost a more unhealthy relationship with uh, the glue or the McDonald's. Mm. But, uh, but that's a different obstacle, right? Absolutely. Now it's once now it's a really bad craving once every five years instead of daily glue intake. Yeah. You know and cut and- loose, unwind, treat yourself. You know, if you wanna have you wanna go on a two day glue bender every couple of years, you know, we only have one life before we take that uh that static stairway to heaven. Yeah. Well and you know, uh, at least it's non-toxic, whatever that means these days. <laughs> I think that's just what the FDA puts on stuff to keep you from suing the big blue manufacturers. Yeah. But, you know, oh, it's, yeah, it's getting dark there. Um, uh, what? I, I was going to say way up here, but then I realized we're not. It's, a, it's more of a, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's a diagonal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more of a <laughs> the sun. Like the further north you travel, doesn't mean it gets later. It does in a way. You know what? 
<laughs> it's been a lot. So sorry, my mind's just spinning out on glue and elevators right now. I can't explain basic <laughs> solar physics to, well, to please, the world, too. Please apologize to your family on my behalf. Because <laughs> that's no, all the hear about. <laughs> we are uh Yeah, you know. It's it's gonna get me it's gonna get me ramped up. I might wake the kids up. Hmm. We'll read some more on uh, elevators. Maybe you can make some with them. It's a good idea. Do, is Connect still a thing? Legos are still huge, but they're expensive. Oh my god! Yeah, it's. Nuts. I mean, I guess they've earned it. They are. It's the a hell of a toy. toy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It you learn, you're yeah. building, you're creating, it's and then timeless. once you've built the thing on the box, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, it, it, it's a timeless thing. Well, that's our time. All right. I really appreciate You know I'm always here for any questions you have. Of course. I I appreciate you coming on to really shed some light on uh your controversial elevator thoughts and opinions. Um We're out there. Thanks for, for us. diving back in even though you've covered this a lot with other podcasts news outlets etc you're a great friend and <laughs> you as well and i still haven't figured out how to sign off on this so i guess i'm just going to turn this into a thing and ask people to sign off for me uh oh boy sign off after all why that. is all this right, the right, hard wait. part you dove into this elevators quick part. as shit i was I, I was trying to do some sort of like clever elevator out but i i don't I don't know any elevator metaphors for like sometimes you just got to step out of the elevator or like those doors are closing. And then I was thinking glue too, but uh, I think I'm just going to say thank you very much and good night, everyone. This is, as always, Tom, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, come back for more forced opinions. Love it. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank All you. All right. This is Ben Fiddler. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit. <laughs>